Welcome to the Mormon Medium Podcast, where we'll talk about spirituality, the paranormal, religion, and my journey in becoming a Mormon medium. I'm Nanette Ride. Thanks for listening. Now let's go have some fun. Don't be afraid. Welcome to the Mormon Medium Podcast. We're super excited to spend this time with you right now. We've got me, Nan, and Brad as your host right now. Hello. <laughs> We're going to tell some ghost stories, and I think they're pretty creepy. Actually, it's one ghost story. Well, I guess... It's several. I guess it's several happenings with one person. So we actually had a listener who is also a good friend write in and share some really great experiences she lived in a haunted house hello yeah she definitely did (laughs) i love it (laughs) i do too so tell you what let me go ahead and i'll start reading what megan wrote in all right so megan writes in hello brad and nan i love you guys you are the best ever especially brad he's so funny and witty and handsome No, she didn't write that, but she should have, because that's a sure way to get your story on the the podcast. Wow. So you can be bribed? Oh, I can absolutely be bribed. Wow. But then you know that. (laughs) But you're (laughs) you're telling secrets nationally. No, (laughs) worldwide. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy. People listen to us from all over (laughs) the place. All over the world. It's very humbling. And thank you. We really appreciate everyone who takes their personal time to listen to what we have to say. And we hope that we can continue to provide entertainment for you guys and content that is valuable. You know, also, if you have any questions or you have anything that you like to hear about, please reach out to us. Our whole thing is to shed some light into some dark places and to give hope and love out there. So keep going with your story, Brad. This is going to be good. (laughs) All right. So she says, in high school and junior high, I was really good at just knowing. I guess I could clear a lot of things. That's like your gut, right? You just know stuff. You just know stuff. But you know, I love how she says that. I could just clear a lot of things. We should just call Megan Claire. Claire. (laughs) Claire Megan. Hey, Claire Megan. Um, Do you know what though? But you do that. You Claire. A lot of things. I've come to really, really count on my Claire's. So Megan says, I knew when the phone rang who it was. And that was before caller ID. Back in the day. Back in the day. (laughs) I knew when my sister was pregnant before she told anyone. Dude, I do that all the time too. You are the baby Megan, we're soul sisters. I knew which friend of mine wasn't going to be at school that day. I had dream after dream that later came true. None of it was anything important or miraculous, just simple day-to-day things. Recently, I experienced spirit telling me car accident every time I drove to work in the morning. Okay, hold the phone. That means that she has clear audience going on, right? And her clear knowing. So she has two that we know of right now. Dude, she she's a rock star. Yeah, she's on she's she clears a lot of things. She's a clear. 
So she says this is at 4 a.m. when no one else is on the road, no one else is in the car. So basically a time every day when maybe it was a little easier for spirit to get my attention. And you know, it's always super important to realize that if you want to get in touch with spirit, you need to be in a quiet space. I mean, like, you know, that that blank space (laughs) while you're vacuuming or driving and I know I shouldn't say that while you're driving, but you guys get it. No, please do not do that <laughs> while you're driving. That is unsafe. And we but do not we do not endorse that. But spirit does come to you while you're driving because you're not thinking about things. You're looking at the road or you're looking, you know, at mundane things that aren't really capturing anything. So your brain's not going 100 miles an hour. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're distracted driving and you're going to get in a crash. Don't do that. Do it at home. In a safe place. That's not what I'm saying. Don't roll your eyes at me. It's not safe. Except for you can't choose when spirit is going to choose to talk to you while you're driving. Right? Spirit can jump in any time. Well, maybe that's why this next part happened. Because she says that this went on for a couple of weeks when one night my phone rang and it was my daughter. She had been in a car accident. So maybe... She was working on Claire's while she was driving and being a young teenage driver didn't understand how to deal with that and got in an accident. You're saying that the daughter had the Claire's? Yeah. A lot of assumptions going on here. You have a lot of assumptions. What happens when you spell that? What's that, Nan? (laughs) A sum. (laughs) Thanks. So (laughs) Megan says... I constantly second guess myself. I have zero confidence in my abilities, even though time after time I've been shown to just listen. It's so important to listen. Yeah. She says that's basically the extent of her Claire's. She says, I'd love to have your gifts. I'm so intrigued by all of it. I think that your Claire's, Megan, are pretty freaking cool. I mean, you have the dreams that come true. You have your Claire audience. You have your Claire knowing knowing stuff is so cool because a lot of people don't do the knowing so you have that too pretty important pretty cool stuff and that means you have other clairs they're just not as strong as these ones so if you exercise them they'll all get super strong so you know what you've got all the same gifts i do girls you got this just practice well and really doesn't everyone have those abilities i mean we're all spirit and we're all clairs (laughs) yeah We're all able to do those things, right? We just have different levels of experience. Absolutely, yes. We were born to do these things. Um, They're our our heavenly gifts. They're part of our toolbox, right? Yeah, absolutely they are. So, you know, Megan's story doesn't end there. We talked about her living in a haunted house. Really haunted house. Yeah. So I think that sometimes maybe people who are a little more attuned are drawn to things like this. You think people are drawn or do you think spirits are drawn to people that are attuned? I think both ways. I think people who are more attuned are drawn to places that are prone to have spirits. And I think that spirits are drawn to those people who are more open. Okay. I can buy that. I mean, everything's frequency, right? Everything's energy. So yeah, you're going to vibrate to the same frequency as something else. It's about a mutual attraction. C. She says, so... And actually, she doesn't say so. She says so. So. Lots of O's. With a lot of O's. <laughs> Apparently, Megan has a lot of O's. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know her well enough to say things like that. Yes, you do. <laughs> she got you into a menage a trois. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was a wine. Stop. You are giving people the wrong idea. 
This is not that type of podcast. It is really good wine. It was it was a good bottle. We have of drank wine. it since her house. Oh, gosh, I totally forgot that she was the one that introduced us to that. She did. She just made things feel really <laughs> awkward. Oh my gosh, I did not plan that. It just kind of slipped out. Of course it did. Maybe you need a glass of wine right now. So, are you saying you want a menage a trois? So, when we first moved into our house, my husband, Tim, are you okay? No. She thinks she's so funny. No, your face is so funny. <laughs> That's so mean. No. Thank you, my loving wife. I think you're beautiful. Okay. Are you composed? No. <laughs> Every time I say that, his face just gets this stony look, like, and I get the death glare. <laughs> There's no death glare. It's just like, come on, man. This let's he's, let's he's be a little done. professional. Hey, you know what? You can be 14, and it's fine. Yeah, but this is Megan's story, and <laughs> okay, we just ahead. hijacked it. So we just hijacked it. <laughs> <laughs> I blame her. She's the one that told us all about it and had us taste it. Such good wine. <laughs> Oh, shit. We're digressing. <laughs> People are totally getting the wrong idea. Okay. We're, we don't swing like that. Okay. Just so we're clear. <laughs> we just like the wine. Okay. All right. So, so <laughs> when we first moved in, Jesus, I can't even concentrate now. <laughs> the images. When we first moved into our house, my husband, Tim, was in the backyard working. He stopped for a second and looked behind him at the back door and saw someone standing inside our house behind the screen door, just watching him work. Creepy. And it wasn't Megan. That's it's creepy. Yeah, right? Plot twist. It wasn't Megan. Ooh, were they drinking wine? <laughs> they might have been. <laughs> Tim blinked, and the person, who we now know was a ghost, was gone. He didn't tell me that that had happened for at least a year or two after we moved in. Smart husband. Right? Don't freak they the wife out. They that day. Yeah. Can you imagine if Tyler was like, hey, Becca, our house is haunted. <laughs> She'd be like, and pack now. Yep, and gone. Uh, even then, this is after a year or two, Tim could describe the ghost, his clothes, and the hat he was wearing, everything. I bet he would never forget. Right? How cool is yeah. that? But but think about this now, and this is something that I wonder about, because he says, hey, I blinked, and the person, who was a ghost, just disappeared and they were gone why does that happen like you catch a glimpse of something out of the corner of your eye and you're like i know that was a ghost and you look and it's gone my gut tells me and my experience just tells me that everything's frequency right everything's energy and when we get startled by something we switch our frequency really fast and the thing disappears hmm. i don't think the ghost goes anywhere i think that our frequency changes and we no longer see it oh that makes sense. I like that. That's yeah. a really good theory. I, it's not a theory. I actually have done it um, in my readings before. Like I will have a link to spirit on the other side and I'll have a couple of people in the room with us describe them, getting messages, yada, yada. And then we sidebar and talk about something else and I break the link. And when I break the link, I can no longer see them. I can still feel them in the room, but I can't see them with my eyes anymore. And so I have to physically get back into that link to get them to come back into my energy so that I can see them more. So I've done it. I believe that that's what happens. 
interesting. Okay, I like that. That makes sense. Yeah, you get startled by something. <laughs> Your energy changes big time. Yeah. So she continues by saying, we had only been married a couple of years and didn't have any kids at this point. The house only had one bathroom and it was on the main level. The upstairs level was just two bedrooms. The basement was cement, unfinished, and just storage, laundry, and the old coal chute that had been used to heat the house when it was first built. Which is super cool because those old houses, that's what they did. They had coal furnaces and so they would have a coal chute that would be on an exterior wall and you would have the coal truck that would come and it would dump coal into the basement basically. And then you would shovel that coal into your furnace to that's heat your wild. home. Yeah. That's so wild. Isn't that so cool? Yeah. Um, there was a door leading upstairs from the main level. And if you didn't know the layout of the house and the door was closed, you would probably just think it was a coat closet. We stored stuff upstairs that we didn't use much, and we never really went up there. The door that led up the stairs was just kept closed. Our bedroom, like I said, was on the main floor with the bathroom, and we would hear things thump upstairs now and again. Thump? Yep, but didn't think too much of it. Like I said, it was an old house, and we just figured something fell, or the house was settling or creaking, like old houses do. Old houses do that, yeah. One glorious day, though, <laughs> because it's glorious, and you'll know why here in just a minute, Tim came home with a puppy. Puppies! Puppies, puppies! <laughs> oh, that just got, <laughs> got our dog Voodoo so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how puppies are. At night, they cry and cry while you're trying to crate train them. Needless to say, we didn't get any sleep that first night. So the second night, we decided to take the crate upstairs and have the puppy sleep there so we could get some sleep. And hopefully, we wouldn't be able to hear it whine all night long. So we put the puppy upstairs with his crate, with a dish of food and a dish of water, and locked it up. There was also... A door upstairs that we had taken off its hinges. And this is important for something that happens later in the story. Um, so pay attention to this part now. Okay. Um, they'd taken the door off the hinges when they first moved in and hadn't gotten around to putting it back on its hinges. So it was just leaning against the door frame, resting against a wall. So basically it was where it was supposed to be. It just wasn't on its hinges. So just wasn't attached. Correct. Right? So the next morning, I went upstairs to get the puppy, and lo and behold, it was not in the crate anymore. What? Neither was the food bowl or the water bowl. Shut the front door. That's what she says. The food and water were sitting outside the crate, neatly arranged. Nothing had been spilled or tipped over. Snap, you got a ghost that likes a puppy. Right? Well, of course a ghost likes a puppy. What? I can't remember if the door to the crate was open or closed when I found it, but regardless, there was no way, no way that puppy could have opened the door and gotten out and definitely couldn't have put its food and water outside of the crate without spilling all over. That's crazy. Right? Yes, that's crazy. Even a ninja puppy couldn't do that. Oh, totally not. Also, remember the door that was leaning in the doorway? It had been moved to the other side of the hallway. What? Okay, wait. That door had to be so heavy, too. Right? Because it's an older, older home. Older home. 
old door had those doors are heavy heavy yeah she says that was probably the most shocking experience we had in that house but not the only one yeah (laughs) i love this there's more soon after we had moved into that house every time i took a shower the radio in the bathroom i had been playing would turn off i have images of psycho (laughs) right that's what i thought of too initially I asked Tim if that ever happened to him, and he said, never. So I guess the ghost just liked me or just wanted silence while it was creepily watching me shower because it happened to me dozens and dozens of times, but never once happened to Tim. It's probably a creepy dude ghost that likes that she's sneaky. Right. You met a creepy dude ghost once. I did meet a creepy it, dude it ghost. It goosed you. It goosed my bum. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, that was a really fun experience. It was not fun. It, <laughs> it was not. It, it, do you know what? We learned a lot about spirits that day, though. We did. We did. So you, okay, look, I segued into it. Now you're going to have to tell the story about no, getting goosed. they can go listen on episode two. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. If you want to hear about Nan getting goosed by a ghost, say that 10 times quick. Goosed uh, by a ghost. Goosed by a ghost. It was rhetorical. You didn't really have to (laughs) try and say it. Anyway, go listen to episode two and you can hear that story. It's about our dates. So, and that was one of our dates. It sure was. Something happens to Brad too and gets knocked on his butt. So go listen. A couple years down the road, we had our first baby. Then almost four years later, our second baby. Baby. Babies and puppies. They're like. Best things ever. Yeah. By this time, we had outgrown just the main floor, and we moved upstairs to the two bedrooms. One bedroom the girls stayed in, and the other bedroom was for Tim and I. My kids did not like to be in their bedroom, ever. They did not like to sleep in there. They did not like to play in there. During the day, they would get their clothes and get whatever toy they wanted, then run downstairs. What? Yep. I wonder, is this the same room that they kept the puppy in? That's a great question. Megan, I must know. Yep. Reach out and let Nan know, Megan. (laughs) During the night, they would both try to come in and sleep with me and Tim every single night. This went on for years. At one point, I met a lady named Misty while I was going to cosmetology and esthetician school. She was a psychic medium and gave me a reading. She's really good, by the way. She is good. She described my girl's bedroom decor to a T. She knew that it was pink with black polka dots, that there was a bed and a crib, and it was upstairs. And the crib was against the west wall of the bedroom. She knew all of that without even knowing what city I lived in, and she had (laughs) never even been to my house and knew nothing about me. I love it. I love it. She told me, that there was a portal on the wall that the crib was up against. She said there were lots of spirits that used this portal, and my kids didn't like it. My oldest daughter, Olivia, complained about her feet being tickled at night. Sophie was about a year old and couldn't really talk at that point, obviously, but you could tell she was uncomfortable in the room. Not Look, kids and babies... They're, they know. Puppies and babies know. And puppies, yes. That yeah. Puppies too. They're in tune. They they know. When, when there's a ghost in your house, a baby's going to tell you, hey, look, there's a ghost up there. Yeah, those little ones don't have the veil over their eyes yet. So I would listen. But a portal, that's that's a major activity. So they've got lots of ghosts coming in and out of that place. Tell me what, what exactly does a portal mean? Because you hear that thrown out there. And, and when I think of portal, 
I, I literally think of Stranger Things, right? And right. there's the hole in the ceiling that, yeah. That you go upside down. And yep, <laughs> exactly. So a, a portal um, can be a couple of things, but um, it's basically just a dimension or an opening to a different dimension. And um, usually ghosts or spirits will travel through portals and travel in between dimensions. And that's what they do. So if you have a portal in your home, you might see different types of spirits. Like in our farmhouse, we had a portal in our kitchen and you could see um, different spirits walk through the kitchen that had different era of clothing on. So you could tell they weren't from the same place, but they, they would just walk through. They didn't know we were sitting right there, but they would just walk through and I could see them like, oh my gosh. And a couple of the kids could see them. So portals are super interesting, but very, very busy. Thank you. I appreciate that explanation. Not knowing what else to do, I saged the house and had my brother come and bless it. Misty, who had told me about the portal, came over to my house months later and had completely forgotten about what she had told me during the reading. You know, that's interesting because um, when you do a reading, um, you're really tuned into spirit and the messages come from spirit. They're not for the psychic medium. The medium is just a conduit to give the message. And most of the time you don't remember what you've just said or what you're doing. And like, I'll write things down, but then after it's over with, I give the paper to my sitter or I'll throw it away or whatever. But I don't remember what I've told most people about things or they'll come back to me and be like, remember when you told me this or this? And I, I don't, I, I do so many that it's not something that I need to file away. And I need to remember the information is for the sitter and between the spirit and the sitter. Well, and if you take too much of that on yourself, it's something that weighs on you and takes you to places that you don't necessarily need to go. Well, you can physically get ill if you take on that energy and carry it with you. You can start, it can become heavy. So it's not something that I want to have happen. And um, I've learned through experience that's not what I do. So, <laughs> Well, so that's a good thing. So it's, it's good that Misty didn't remember it because she's just going, all right, here's your information and it's gone. And I release you. Yep. Yeah. I brought it up with Misty after a while, and she said that the portal was closed. So whatever I did with the sage worked, and the blessings too, I guess. Funny enough, my girls would play in their bedroom after we closed the portal, and they would sleep in their own beds, and basically never had a problem after that night. Pretty crazy stuff. Megan, that is crazy and so cool. I love that story. Thank you, Megan, for sharing with us, and uh, thank you for letting me... um, butcher her story did i butcher it no. do i need to read you it did again really good. i'll read it again you did really good would you like me to try and read it in megan's voice i would that help uh, no i think you should um just ad lib the whole thing um in your theatrical way yeah that would be entertaining in my theatrical way yeah you went to drama school and stuff so like do your thing you know well, like you did in the M- museum of natural history Now that's a story. (laughs) As we approached the historical home from the 1900s, you could see the ghost standing in the door. As Tim looked around, it disappeared, flashing out in the blink of an eye. See? Isn't that awesome? Yes. He was confused, but went back to work anyway because it really wasn't that important to him. Two years later, he decided to tell his wife, Because he liked the house and wanted to stay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I like that. Thank you. Either that or it was 
uh, he's a cop and he's skeptical. And he's like, oh, nah, nah, I didn't see that. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> Which is probably what happened. But uh, then there was so much stuff that happened afterwards. He was probably like, oh, shit. I guess that was real. <laughs> Valid. That is probably exactly what happened. Yeah. that That's my guess. That's where my mind's going. Well, at least you stayed mature this time. Uh, excuse me. That was Miss Nan who did not. <laughs> and and actually, I can't blame you. I'm going to blame Megan on that one. Megan, thank you so much for submitting your ghost story. It's awesome. You'll have to get back to us with our questions. I'm super curious to hear the answers. And if you have a ghost story that you want to have read out loud or you just want to tell us, we would love to have your ghost story. So send that to info at themormonmediumpodcast.com, right? Yes, you got it right. Good job, man. You remembered the... You didn't, you didn't you even remember, like... Good job. I know. Usually Nothing. I give her a big thumbs up when she remembers the email address. Um, thank you so much, everyone. And look, if you want to get a psychic medium reading with Nan, you can schedule your own psychic medium reading or energy balance through the link on the show notes. You can also support the show if you really love the content by clicking on the link to buy me a coffee and you can donate there. We love coffee. We do. And the donations that come in through there help us continue to provide content and to pay for subscriptions for editing software and other cool stuff like that. And we're super grateful to those that have subscribed in the past and continue to. You guys, we're so grateful for each of you and for your time. We absolutely are. We hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you on the other side of the veil. Yeah.